On this 32nd Thursday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Asked by the Pharisees when the Kingdom of God would come, he said in reply, The coming of the Kingdom of God cannot be observed, and no one will announce, Look, here it is, or there it is. For behold, the Kingdom of God is among you. Then he said to his disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. There will be those who will say to you, Look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go off, do not run in pursuit. For just as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Not only does generosity open up our hearts to others, but it also opens up our hearts to God, who's always generous and, when it comes to giving, doesn't really measure who deserves to be given to and who doesn't. In truth, those acts of generosity go hand in hand. We cannot love God whom we don't see if we don't love those whom we see on a daily basis or if we don't feel compassion for people in need. Oftentimes we refuse to give alms because we prejudge whether the money we give will be put to good use. Unconsciously we're justifying our pettiness. One hears people say, if I give money to him, I don't know what he'll do with it, so I'd rather not give him anything. It's true that we must discern whom we give money to, which institution, and that we must seek that that money is well spent. But it's also true that we can't control everything. We can't always trace the path of the contribution we made. Sometimes we must feel satisfied with the mere act of giving out of love. I was saying that generosity opens up our hearts to God because when we truly give, meaning not from our surplus wealth, we immediately feel what divine providence is. We feel it all around us. When we give of ourselves, when we're left without something that we thought necessary in order to grant aid to others, we are the ones who become divine providence for them. We become the presence of God's love to others and in some way, we make sure that we'll be paid forward. The other day I was asked, how can we feel that we are loved by God? Is it grace? Yes, it's the grace that we must ask for, but it's also the grace that we must seek and accept on a human level, through other people, through human mediation. Grace lets other people feel loved and it lets us feel loved by God. There is no other path but human love. We need human mediation to feel God's love. But this isn't just a grace that rains down from heaven and into our hearts. It's something we must seek within our hearts by loving and by feeling it in the human love that God presents to us in our day-to-day -day life. Generosity is an opportunity to experience God's love. That's why the widow acted so generously, probably because she knew she was loved by God because she had felt God's love through others who had been generous with her. We can do the same to help other people feel loved 
and to let other people love us the way God loves us. In today's glimpses of the gospel, Jesus teaches us a profound lesson that we commonly leave aside and that relates to what we have been meditating. The kingdom of God exists already. It has already come. But we also know, through our faith, that it will be full and eternal one day. Resurrection happened already and continues to happen to each of us, but we will fully experience it at the end of time. We not only have to wait for Jesus, but we also face reality now. Only he who is able to experience an encounter with Jesus right from now will be able to perceive his coming at the end of time. He who is wise, he who is always on the alert, and he who realises that the kingdom of God is not there, but here, is the one who can find Jesus among us right now. At this moment, for example, we are making an effort to listen to the word of God. You're travelling, you're praying to see a better world, you're seeing someone in need and you feel like helping him. You're taking your kids to school, you're starting work and you have the chance to do it with a smile. There are thousands of ways to make the kingdom of God present. There's a kingdom of God because there is a king. There's someone who listens to him, loves him and follows him. God rules when somebody lets him rule. And that somebody has to be you and I. We can't depend on others to let him rule. There's no point in expecting others to listen to God and love him. We are the ones who listen to God on a daily basis. And we are a lot. There are many of us who decided to believe and follow Jesus. It's an enormous challenge. It's a golden opportunity. Jesus says that the coming of the kingdom of God won't be observed and that nobody will proudly announce it. The kingdom won't come with great fanfare. It won't be like an American apocalyptic film. This is true both for the definitive coming of Jesus, what is sometimes terribly called the end of the world, but for us would be the beginning of life, and for the kingdom experience that we have on a daily basis. He who tries to find God and his kingdom in what is ostensibly better devotes his time to some other thing because it's going to be very bad for him. Jesus passed through this world unnoticed. Even when he resurrected, only a few could see him. Jesus doesn't like ostentation. He doesn't like what is spectacular. He didn't like it when he was here and he doesn't like it now. However, we sometimes keep seeking ostensible purposes. While he was on earth, Jesus also experienced that many wanted him to show a commanding presence. Herod asked him for miracles, and so did the people, although they knew he had performed many. History repeats itself. The same can happen to our poor hearts. Let's not get carried away. Let's learn to follow Jesus' style. Jesus is always present, but not ostensibly. Jesus is present in the Eucharist, in every tabernacle, and in Mass. He dwells in us, and especially in the poor. He is present, but don't hurry to search for him. You'd better stop for a moment and learn to find him from your place. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.